Hello everyone. How is it going? Well, we have a wonderful episode to talk. Let's see. The topic of today's discussion is what do we value? What do we value? Yeah? Not everyone values the same thing. Values change. Some of us think oh everyone values money really do we value money over top of everything everyone i was just looking at the news and i saw that a harvard professor resigning to run for governor of massachusetts i mean you would think being a professor at harvard that salary because even if she wins the governorship the salary is not going to be same it's far lower and the intellectual stimulation all those things you get you wouldn't want to quit but people value even she running i looked her up she is the first black woman of a major party to launch a campaign for the governor of massachusetts there itself right there she made history the value and imagine if she wins what she could bring to the table that made me think of another professor who quit her professorship and become a us senator from the same state do you know who i'm talking about elizabeth warren yes she was making about 400 plus thousand dollars salary and she quit the job to go and get a job which is pays less than half of what she was making so do you think she did the math wrong or she values it less she values something else as public service more right jeffrey tobin this cnn legal pundit wrote a book and in that i was reading how the justice of supreme court currently he is the chief justice of supreme court john g roberts but at the time he was justice of the supreme court he quit his job in a dc law firm he was making more than a million dollars to take a job which pays less than 1/5 of what he was making why do people do that you might say well is getting notoriety he values that for less pay some people would say that's a wrong move career move right but you see what i'm talking about what people value it also reminds me of reading justice sotomayor who is also sitting currently in the supreme court and when i was reading her book her mom in the initial pay phase of her growth after law school she was going to join as a judge in the federal court not to the supreme court lower court and her mom was asking her will this be a higher pay than the current job you're doing no mom it'll be lesser pay oh will you will it be lesser hours no mom i will be very busy will you be traveling the world more no mom then why are you taking this job her mother well sotomayor had a higher calling i would say It reminds me of even people in the 1960s. McNamara, 
who was the president of Fort Mortis. Fort Mortis presidency never went to anyone outside the family member until then. McNamara took over, Robert McNamara. And he was the president. But when President of the United States, John F. Kennedy, President-elect asked him to come and become the Defense Secretary, he quit that so high-paying job to come and do something much low-paying job in the State Defense Department. You might say, oh, that's 1960s, people are more. Yes, there's strong research which shows people are the smartest go into government. Now people go after the money. There's strong, solid research which shows even people with PhD in physics who could invent things which could save our lives are going into finance and others. That's a different topic for discussion. Not all of them value that. Society has changed, you would say. American society. But let's see outside America. What about like cultures that value something different? That reminds me of reading about Maasai warriors. You know Maasai warriors in Africa? Yes, they have a beautiful culture. And there was a photographer from America went to photograph them. And he was taking photographs. He had a translator. He was translating um, um, and having conversations with them. And then one of the Maasai warrior chief asked, how does he have money so much to travel around the world and have this fine camera and take pictures? So the chief thought, he must have a lot of cows because the Maasai warriors value cows. Their wealth is in cows. That's right. In order to marry a woman, the man has to provide cows to the father-in-law. That's how, like a dowry. Man has to give and get the woman. And so when he asked through translation, the cameraman said, cows? I don't have cows. Um, but my, then the Maasai warrior chief asked, what about any of your family members? Then the cameraman thought for a while, oh, my uncle has a lot of cows in Texas. And they are like, oh, okay, that's why his uncle is helping him. That's why he has the money to travel around the world far away and take the picture. You see? That reminds me of the opposite of dowry system. India has a dowry system where I come from, where the woman's family, the bride's family has to give to the groom's family. A lot of gold they have to give. Jewelry, gold jewelry. That's the way they decide. They brokerage, arrange marriages. They brokerage, at least from where I come from, they arrange how much gold to be given, decide, before even getting married. And you have to keep up the promise. Otherwise, sometimes the, the wedding will be stopped. So where I come from, the woman wear all that gold. In fact, the entire family's wealth is on that freaking gold jewelry. And it's not like 18 karat gold in America. It's like 22 karat gold. Almost 24 karat for those who don't know is the pure gold. It's almost pure gold. It's yellowish, flashy. They wear that like a two kilogram of gold 
heavy even olympic gold medal is not fully gold you know that it's plated this is like gold heavy gold is denser material metal it pulls you and they wear it all over to flaunt the wealth is that a good investment no but in india it's a passive investment and that could be used by the groom's family in time of emergency so the if you have sons you will get a lot of gold to your family if you have daughters you have to give a lot of gold so the value gold so my mom values gold and when i went for getting a phd she didn't think that was a valuable commodity i'll come to that what about other cultures do they value gold some cultures value bouncy cars <laughs> right men ride around in a car not just any car but bouncy the springs and the motor it costs extra tens of thousands of dollars flashy right the value have you seen the show broadway show or the movie fiddler on the roof there was a song if i was a rich man na 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 all day long i know you already went to sleep because of my singing sorry <laughs> but there's a line he talks about what he would do as a rich man and the most precious of all is he would say he would be able to sit and read the religious texts for him is a religious man and a poor man he will have ample time and the ability to read texts and discuss with rabbis that is a value that they value right in that show some aspects of jewish culture value i've seen my students say that to me i haven't lived in that culture but from what i hear and eskimo culture women i was reading about an eskimos inuits not now it's been changing you go 50 60 years ago the women's ability to work make handworks hooks main manage families work all those things in the cold inhabitable place uninhabitable place that is valuable other men will come and borrow one man's wife to help them out yes so coming back to my story speaking i love speaking that's what i value so i enjoy speaking since childhood on stage either acting being a public speaker presenting things and that's one of the reasons i become a professor <clears throat> that's one of the reasons i'm doing this podcast as well i enjoy it and getting a phd extra 5 6 years after four years of two masters degrees didn't seem valuable to my mom or my brother but guess what i went and did that and what do we do when we want to do something that we cherish and value we have to find a subculture of group of people that will value that even if our own family members do not value it so i go to toastmasters it's a club for public speaking everyone who comes there is there to practice public speaking 
and they value that. And you go there, learn the art of public speaking and improve. It's a mastery. Mastery in itself is a pleasure. It brings happiness. It brings joy. And whether even your close family members don't value it, you could get appreciation from other people who value it. So you have to find a niche if you're good at knitting, if you're good at changing tires, if the society doesn't value. Our society values a bo- men putting ball through a hoop than a lady dancing ballet. I would say both are equally great athletes. Have you seen ballet practices? How much pain they are to suffer through? They're not paid remotely anywhere close like a basketball player or a baseball player. But I think they both are enormous athletes. So what do you do? You still do what you value and find the group of people who would value that and support you because it is through rocks stroking each other, sparks of fire fly. Are you there? Think about it. What do you value in your life and how to cherish it and How do you find the niche group that will help you sharpen and make the sparks fly from your stone? Good luck. If you like this, share it with a friend who might need it. It might help them. And subscribe to it. Keep sharing with your friends. Thank you. Bye.